Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. That's right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, brand new 2023. We are back. The Psychics are here. Um, Really excited. And we are going to, you know, talk about some movies today past and future and really excited for that man I've, I've been waiting this whole month to talk to you guys and i am thankful that we finally found the time to sit and hopefully we can make it again a weekly thing uh so that we can drop some content for the followers but you know also for for us because man i enjoy myself when i do this this is my my oh, relaxing yeah. time my me time uh Let's but do it this way yeah, we put we, we we had to get them some things in order. Uh, we had holidays getting away. Certain people needed procedures done. Some topical, some body, but it's all for the better for the new us in twenty twenty three. So we're looking forward to what's coming out. But I think starting off, I sit going looking back to see what what we just came across on our beautiful inaugural year of Side Geeks. It'd be nice to see um, where we rank some things, what we liked, what we disliked. Let's get the ball rolling. Hell yeah. See any any starting thoughts from you? Any Other big... than me me uh physically shedding some weight and then the group kind of shedding some weight. <laughs> <Same thing. laughs> that was that was surgical. Uh yes. Uh no, I'm just happy to be back with you guys. Uh it's been a minute, like almost two months that since we've done this, so mm-hmm. It's fun to be back. I mean, it's great to be back. So. Hell yeah! You know, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to have an honorary honorary box, a fourth box right here. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll put Rolly's jersey on there, or some stupid <laughs> costume he's worn, just in remembrance of of our fallen friend. You know, we yeah. miss you. We're thinking about you. Hopefully, one day you'll join us again. Yeah, we have you in here. I uh, have you in here. I, I do have several picks that I can uh, that can load up, so we'll we'll have to do that. <laughs> PG um, picks, PG, PG picks. Why? Uh, how, about <laughs> like how about the ones like him like dancing? Oh yes, yes. We can't. We can't get taken down from YouTube. Uh, so <laughs> I'll, I'll just keep it PG. But let's get into it. Um, so our plan for today, you know, is to talk about you know the the very. Super exciting movies that are coming up in 2023. But first, we thought about kind of doing a little recap, and we won't uh, spend, you know, a whole lot of time with reviewing 20 movies from 2022. So we kind of we kind of sat down, talked a little bit about these movies, you know, um, you know, bounced them back and forth, and we actually came out with a top five uh, for 2022. Now, I, I want to throw a disclaimer out there. We didn't watch a thousand percent of the movies that came out in 2022. So this is the Side Geeks top five. Okay, it doesn't mean that you know if we missed whatever movie that was super awesome that we didn't see, we apologize in advance. This is our top five. Uh, but please, if you're listening to this, uh, leave us what is your favorite movie in the comments because we definitely would like to know. Um, because you know, we're always looking for content. So if you, uh, throw some good movies at us, we'll be more than happy to go watch them. Uh, I mean, let's put it this way. I mean, we had, I had a top almost 15 that I had to sit there and go through and try to narrow down which ones I like the most. So this list is maybe to some viewers controversial, 
to maybe mm-hmm. to some complete disagreement with, but this is something that we came together and just thought these the, the, these the, these five movies kind of like stepped up their game. Yeah, yeah, and, and just to give you a little background, and that's why I said this is this is our list. You know, we we kind of started throwing movies right on our own, and then we basically um, coincided on several, right? And we kind of took the voting from there, and you know, without <laughs> further ado. Um, you know, Z, why don't you let us know or why don't you get us kicked off with, with number five? Uh, the one I wasn't too happy with, <laughs> Batman. Or, or as I call him, emo Batman. Yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson starring as a young, younger, like first, second year Batman. Uh, already a little established, but not too like Christian Baelish like uh, level Batman. So, um, <clears throat> It I, it was a good movie. I'm not gonna hate on it. It was a good movie, but him, the character himself, or I don't know if it was just Robert Pattinson himself. He was just too emo in the whole movie. It's like I was like, oh my god, I liked it, but I didn't love it. So I love the I love the fact this is our top five, and we started off by hating bashing bashing the movie. Here's what I'm gonna say about the the Robert Pattinson Batman. It was a unique story. It was a completely different point of view. It took a lot out of um, Batman first year comic book. Um, a lot of the story came from there. Uh, that's what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Now, we can get into a deep dive with, with Batman. So the thing about the, his version of Batman, maybe he isn't the most clean cut or commercial selling Bruce Wayne, but he made a really good... Uh, first year Batman, I think. I think his first year Batman was better than the portrayal of Christian Bale's first year Batman. Because it kind of like glanced over the first year and kind of rushed us through the first Batman. And because, you know, we saw in the Christian Bale one, you know, how he became the Batman and kind of like glanced over his first year and kind of like jumped him into the frail of everything. With this one, you can see him messing up him not having the right car maybe or him not having the bat cave that we're used to it's very rough and tumble type of uh batman so like that's what kind of like stood out for me it was a very unique story that i'm familiar with with some of the comics i've read yeah i i agree i think that uh that that did it for me the the fact that you know i i bring it back to this one scene where where he jumps off a tall building i think it was a church tall building whatever and he's flying down and he kind of goes under a bridge and then like hits it and then you know kind of rolls over and gets hurt whatever and that is someone that doesn't have the the typical batman experience that we're used to seeing right that always that mm-hmm. flawless batman this guy is learning how to be batman right and mm-hmm. that just kind of like did it for me in addition to you know this movie was you know the acting was good and i think the 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 type of writing i think it was a little bit more um serious and not so gimmicky you know it was like it, it almost made it feel like yeah this could be happening in real life right um, yeah so so and the story you you right so you know that's i think that's what did it for well, me absolutely what was nice about this batman i really liked the villains and how they were portrayed like i mean penguin by a was it Colin Farrell? No, not Colin Farrell. Yeah. What's yeah. His name? Colin, yeah. Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's Penguin. Loved it. I think that was the best Penguin I've ever seen. 
Um, really? Even, yeah, better than stupid Danny DeVito's with his three hand, three fingered hands. Mm, yeah, I, I think, I think he actually because look, let's be honest. Even if I, you or me or Rudy saw Danny DeVito coming down the street in whatever costume, I'm not afraid of him. <laughs> With Colin Farrell's penguin, I'm like, man, maybe he can kick my ass. Maybe he can do something to me. Like, he actually looked like a bad guy that we, we should be intimidated by. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you I know, agree. I, I feel like it's two different things, right? Like, it's two different care. And that's what I'm saying about the gimmicky thing, right? Like, yeah, the, the three fingers, like, they, Danny DeVito was like, that actual penguin. stage right like that penguin and you know uh like that movie was very <laughs> like fantasy was surrounding it right and and uh with this penguin like he was just a fucking gangster you know and yeah. and i think that's the difference right um but yeah z i'll let, I'll let you opine the the way danny devito portrayed his penguin was basically like a darker and more fantasy version of like the 60s penguin from the tv show of, mm-hmm. uh, I so agree. That's why I kind of liked it, and then, uh, but I think he, I, I don't know, he might be still the top one or up there, but uh, the one on Gotham was basically a more realistic version of that penguin. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that. That that penguin, uh, instead of having like you know rah, 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 that, uh, he had like a, a a leg deformity, which made him like kind of like walk like a penguin. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason that he didn't have like. You know, like three fingers or whatever, like Dan DeVito, and his hair and his nose were like all like oh like penguinish. So that's why it was more realistic, and and on top of that, he was more gangsterish. How Colin mm-hmm. Farrell is, so it's kind of like best of both worlds. That's why I kind of like that one. I don't know the most, but it was very good. So, yeah, that was a good know. one. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I mm-hmm. did watch like the the beginning and that that penguin that that dude was just angry. You know mm-hmm. that dude was just angry and kind of had the penguinish look, but um, but yeah. You know what? You know what I liked at the in the uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Gotham, but like the final episode, you know, the whole series is basically like Bruce Wayne as a kid and blah blah blah. But then this like the series finale, they like fast forward like ten, fifteen years or whatever when it's finally Batman's time and everyone's like an adult and Penguin instead of being like a skinny guy and whatever, he finally looks like Penguin, like little belly and 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 still got that deformity walking deformity and look and kind of had the like the 60s version with the eye eye monocle and the like the cigar and the long holder thing uh, interesting. So they kind of like morphed into like uh kind of like all three uh 60s danny devito and colin farrell gangster so in other words we're just going to talk about a, a show that we don't was not on our list i don't know i just thought he was kind of <laughs> like the best of all of them so far okay you know? Penguin wise, penguin, penguin wise. wise, yeah, I, yeah. I like you, it. You can tell, you can tell, he gets on a little rant when he starts using Assyrian words in the middle of his explanations of stuff. Did I? What did yeah, I you did. And you're like, uh, it's Lacha. Uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta listen to the podcast back when we. Oh when shit! We got what it. Does, he said it, I was what, like, I don't know. If they understand that word. What, buddy. what, what does that mean? Uh, like this, like, it means like right like, like this. Like oh, this like this. Right Oh, like nice. he had a nose like this, and he said, ah, like that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I totally missed that. Um. All right. So number four. He, he understood me. Yeah. J-Mo. Yeah. We didn't need a translation. 
I was tuning you out. I was tuning you out. That's what. Rudy was too busy taking selfies in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. People start texting me, so I'm like, yeah, I'm podcasting. Uh, So number, so bringing in number four, we said Wakanda forever. Um, From the get go, the the movie left us in a lot of curiosity of how it was going to be presented with Chadwick Boseman's passing. But I think how they, I guess, portrayed in the movie. It didn't lack any action. It lacked a great story. I mean, it didn't lack a great story. It was everything was on point. Um, how they brought in um, different characters, let's say Riri Williams, or I guess T'Challa's son. I mean, at this point, we can talk spoiler about alert. it. Spoiler alert! Fuck the spoilers, bro. You should have seen it by now. It's been it's been way too long. So and hey, people are waiting uh, for it to come out on Disney Plus. <laughs> Wait forever then. Uh, <laughs> and and introduction of Namor being somewhat of a character similar to, I guess, um, the Punisher. You know, they want to say anti-hero, but to me, he was a hero for his own people. Um, now, the movie, what's nice about the movie, it fin- uh, there was a Marvel movie they finally got rewarded for its acting with um, um, T'Challa's mother, played by... And what is her name? Angela just, Bassett. Angela Thank you. Bassett. Angela Bassett winning for Best Supporting Actress. Mm. I think that's the first movie in Marvel's history that's was actually it, won it. Was it Golden Globe? Yeah. She won She won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, and, you know, it finally added some clout to some of these movies. A lot of people have been bashing Marvel movies forever about they're just a cash grab and this and that. And to those people, I say, go fuck yourselves. Because this is something that's been entertaining to, entertaining to us since we were kids. So anyone else that wants uh, badmouth comic book movies or what have you, yes, there's a lot of bad ones. But there's a lot of good ones at the same time. So that, that's the biggest take. Now, the fallback behind it, there were some things that were questionable. Like, we never really understood. They never explained their version of why T'Challa died. Not really. And then... If there was such a big funeral scene for Tony Stark, how come no one showed up for T'Challa's funeral? So like right. small things like that. that... Well, I'll, I'll give this to them. Tony died for like the world, so all his fellow superheroes showed up, and mm. T'Challa just died from like a heart disease or whatever. Because we don't. The, well, we don't know the juice. That's what it seemed like to me. Like, like they the, took the Black Panther juice, artificial flower type of thing. Yes. Yes. I mean, still, he he's somebody that helped resurrect our world, to say. And so to have nobody show up, it's kind of weird. Yeah, for sure. I know um, Hawkeye couldn't make it because he was uh, run over by a plow. Um, <laughs> but, but what about everybody else, goddammit? <laughs> well, Tony said, so he couldn't show up for sure. I mean... He can't show up for a funeral, but he's going to be an AI in Riri Williams' Ironheart? Come on now. Is that confirmed? No, I mean, they've already... I, I, it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with your assessment. Go ahead, Z. Uh, my assessment is this shouldn't be on the list. No offense to you guys, but, I, you know, two out of three wins the vote on this one. Because this was basically... The movie was, like, mo- first half... Funeral for T'Challa. Second half, 
a villain story. Basically, that's it. Uh, everyone grieving uh, T'Challa, and then this guy coming out of the woodwork and just being like a typical villain, no anti-hero. I don't know where the hell you guys see anti-hero, but it's just like me, me and my people against the world. I don't give a shit about you, 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 you. That's it. And uh, I, if you call that an anti-hero, he's fighting to keep his secluded people to themselves against the whole world. Okay, I, I, whatever. But that's just... the, that's that's literally the definition of an anti-hero. It's the same mm-hmm. thing that it's the same thing that Black Adam did in his movie. The same thing Punisher did in his series. He fought for himself, and for that's it. Whoever got in their way, they said, "Go fuck yourselves." Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't see it. I still don't see it, and I I, I really didn't like the character. I thought he sucked. I thought his winged feet sucked. I thought the accent was horrible. He killed me. I don't know. I didn't really. Did he really talk like that? Are we doing a Syrian again? I mean, it was an all right movie. I'm not, but the first movie was a million times better. No offense. All right. I'm not offended. I didn't make it, so I'm not offended. Yeah, me neither. Um, no good, offense to the audience, then. Okay. Good thing. Good thing we said the top five, and so far two for two. Zaya like, didn't like. Like literally top five, but he's bashed both movies. Oh my god. Okay, and, and I have no opinion on the next one, so you guys can talk as much as you want. What? Why don't you have an opinion? Because you didn't like it either. I've never seen the first one, and I haven't oh, seen this one, god. so I have no opinion. Period. It just it didn't float my boat to go watch it, so I'm not gonna. Hate or like or whatever on this one. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for Z. All this weight loss has gone to his head. <laughs> yes, he's hangry. Um, yeah, so so Avatar. So Avatar, uh, we voted um, as, as or, or James and I coincided, so we put it at number three. Um, this movie was, was amazing. Yes, I think the only mm. downside, maybe yes, the, the length, right? I think it was like mm. a little three hours plus. However, Man, my, my ass went numb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Mm. Leave it alone. <laughs> um, so uh, so take, take James for a three-hour movie. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the length was, was you know, a little, a little long. But I'll tell you, the, the picture, the cinematography, like the special effects, oh my God, still fucking captivating. You know, like that mm-hmm. was like one of the biggest things for the, the original movie. And for this movie, like I was, you know, with, normally with a three hour movie, yeah, I might get a little sleepy if there's boring parts, you know, this one, I was like eyes wide open the whole time. Cause there's like, just <clears throat> the way it looks is just so fucking powerful. And that 3d is, is specially made uh for this avatar movie i i definitely loved it um yes one another downside i think that the the first one was better you know so Mm -hmm. i don't think this one surpasses the first one but at least for 2022 definitely top five for me i think the biggest plot um hole that i saw that where it made the first one better than the second one you know us watching this the first one had a lot more humans versus aliens type of interaction mm-hmm. so we were able to buy into it more and root for um what are the, what are their people called that <laughs> the oh, i forgot yeah yeah Nehru? 
Nehru or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Anyways, for we we were able to look at the these characters uh, and kind of like root for them. You know, we had a human trying to transform into being an avatar or whatever, whatever their people are called. And we were more inclined to like really get involved in the movie. Like we we were we were we were really in there. With this one, I couldn't buy in as much as I did with the first one because it was just too much alien versus alien. And you kind of miss that human human like I guess interaction hurdle or however else you want to look at it where where we were able to buy into. Mm-hmm. So uh, other than that, I mean, I thought I thought the movie was amazing, and I wish I was I was tripping on some acid or or like <laughs> or shrooms because, like you said, that cinematography was uh freaking amazing. Yes, and then with it and with me watching it in three D, I mean, everything was right here. Yes, yes, it, it was. And then, by the way, they are called the Navi. Well, the Navi, Navi. Uh, that live in Pandora. So yeah, it was it was escaping me. But yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, it was that was another thing that I, I that was a, probably another flaw in the writing, uh, or maybe not flaw, but just an observation is that you know in the first movie there were um, they were trying to get like that precious metal or whatever off the tree or whatever they were trying to dig mm-hmm. that, and then now it was. Um, you know, something else, right? Like you think uh, the whale serum or whatever. So spoiler alert. Yes. But so it's like, <laughs> okay, same. So you're going there. So they just happen to have like something precious. That's not the, mm-hmm. you know, same. So I think they could have stayed consistent with that. I don't know why they changed that up, but. Um, it, what was nice about it, it was like in the first one coming to this one, it was very unique to uh, Sully uh, to be able to transform into a Navi. Mm. Now everyone's a Navi. The the main bad guy from the first one, now he's been cloned and become a Navi. All his uh, soldiers have become Navi, or, or a version of it, and we have the one human who is uh, the bad guy's son who's trying to be Navi, but is just too human to be Navi. Yeah, <laughs> He's just jumping yeah. around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, well, keep in mind that the, the, they're different. Well, yeah, you're right, but they're still human though. They're av- so they're avatars. The Sully actually clo- became were, yeah, but yeah, but, they, but even Sully, Sully has five fingers. Yeah, you're right. So he's still an avatar. I mean, his just his soul has gone into that avatar. Now with these with these other guys, they were cloned w- with splicing uh, Navi and human blood to create more of a, a, a Navi person. But mm-hmm. with still with five fingers where Navi people have only have four. Yeah. Which they point made, made that point, that pointed that out really quick as like, Oh, look at these half breeds. Exactly. Yeah. That was interesting. That was, that was plus, you know, I guess it kind of worked out instead of having like the, the old ass actor, you know, Oh, let's just make him, you know, a blue guy from the beginning. Right. So, yeah. um, <laughs> All right, so next, uh, we'll let Z uh, say the second one since uh, since he didn't see Avatar. Uh, I'll just give one side note for Avatar. I, I, like I said, I haven't seen it, but it, I don't care if a movie's that long as long as it's a good story throughout. Like Zack Snyder's Justice League was like four hours long, but it was a good story throughout the whole thing. I, I Time felt like it was flying by watching it. So if it's a good story, like Endgame and whatnot, Long movie doesn't matter as long as it's a good story. 
And you guys said pretty much it was a good story, so I wouldn't mind sitting there watching if it was a good story. Dude, dude mm-hmm. you're not going to regret watching the first one for sure. And then once 100%. you watch the next one, you're going to want to watch the second one. So trust me. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Right. We'll see. Uh, number two on our list. Uh, I think all three of us agreed on this one. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, which mm-hmm. is with with uh, Michelle Yao starring. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in there. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Key Ki Ki Kwan. Yes. Yeah. The, the kid from the Indiana Jones movie. You you made him sound. You, wait, first of all, you just made him sound like, like Namor's real name. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that the other guy uh, from the like the gorilla part of Wakanda said it. Kokoka, oh, and yeah. it was like all enunciated every little syllable. Mbaku, Mbaku, Mbaku. Yeah, there you go. That guy. I love that guy in the movie. He's uh, he's awesome. But everything, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I always miss. I, I always got to like stutter on that name. It's so weird saying it. But I, I really enjoyed this movie. It's all like all the martial arts in it and all the like different dimensions with weird shit in it. It was like a interesting visually and interesting like uh action wise and interesting story. So it kept you like invested in the movie throughout, you know? So yeah. uh, I don't know. What do you what did you guys think? Yeah, this is this is definitely like the definition of side geeks. Right here, this this movie right here, because it not only has the sci-fi, it has a multiverse or a multi-dimensional, uh, you know, uh, what is it, uh, how, teleportation or whatever, or whatever you want to call it with Michelle Yeoh. But the 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 main thing is that you know these guys weren't superheroes. These guys were just a simple family or whatever uh, that right. owned a laundromat, like super humble. Uh, especially, you know, the, the character of Michelle Yao, right? Because, you know, obviously we find out later, spoiler alert, that, um, you know, that Waymon Wang, uh, the husband, kind of knew about this whole thing, right? And, but just the humbleness and like the, the, her discovering this, this process plus the action. Yeah. Hell yeah. Total, total side gigs. I think the biggest thing for me was like, like you said, bringing in a, a multiverse, and doing it better than Doctor Strange. <laughs> so, like you had, like you said, you have these people come in, and they're regular people. The only difference is there's a version of you that took Taekwondo classes or karate classes, and you you're a triple black belt in karate. So you could you can hone your senses to that person, connect with them, and now you know uh, karate. And that that's what that's the aspect of this movie that I love the best. Um, now there are some universes that were like, uh, I don't know about these hot dog finger ones. <laughs> uh, they, 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 <laughs> I was just, I was just like, um, that has got to be one of the weirdest scenes I've ever seen. That what was a part one? of a horror movie. What about the rock one? Where <laughs> All the rock one. The mother and daughter <laughs> but, are like a rock. But that was just that was more pleasant because they were just sitting there pretending like they're talking to themselves. Where instead of Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh going. Hey, how's it going? Hey, baby. Uh, let me let me slap. You. And they're trying to beat each other up in the beginning before they start oh, loving each other. And then like, they fingered each other in the mouth with like the hot dog fingers. <laughs> See, and it so, was funny. I mean, Damn, yeah. I mean, the the biggest aspect of this movie it was so unique for 2022, and it's 
really not comparable to any movie I've ever seen. No. Other than aspects of multiple universes. Like, just how everything played out was amazing. Yeah, it was a great concept. You know, and this was such a good movie that uh, Michelle Yao, actually, for how many, 20, 30 years she's been an actress? This is the first time she won a, a Best Actress Award. For the Golden Globes. That's awesome. This is their first time winning All after right. 20, 30 years. You know, I, I, can't, I mean, you, I can't you got to think about it. She's been in the game for so long. She's dealt with uh, racism towards Asians and typecasting. They could only be martial artists, and that's it. You can't play any other role. So, like, this was pretty fucking unique. And, you know, mm-hmm. my hat's off to her. I think she's been an amazing actress in everything she's, I've seen. Her oh, in. yeah, definitely. I, I mean, she's even been part of the Star Trek world. I can't wait for her to come back with her own show, dude. I've been waiting. Okay, for okay, years. we're not, we're not, we're not switching. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. Mister Goa goes on off on a rant easily. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I James, take, love, take, yes. take us out of twenty twenty two with the number one movie. I think in the Psyche list. The number one movie that we we thought about. The thing about it that stood out the best for me before I give it the title away is the fact that. It was it was a sequel that was better than the first one. This coming from a first one that's been so raved and reviewed throughout all everyone's childhood, pretty much, that finally, waiting over what eighteen years, I think it was well, something like that. forty almost forty years. It was like thirty something years from the eighties hmm. to two thousand twenty-two. There you go, forty. We'll say forty years. Why not? Um, finally, comes out and just hits on every aspect. Whether you wanted a uh, a heart heart wrenching story, or if you wanted just pure action, it touched on every little aspect of it. And that movie is Top Gun Maverick. You know, say what you say what you will about uh, Tom Cruise and some of his movies that being such cookie cutter movies. You know, he's only doing like only Mission Impossible sequels and nothing else. You know, for him to actually bring this movie back after everyone's been clamoring for it for years upon years and to just knock it out of the park my hat's off i mean you had a little bit of um nostalgia with bringing back uh iceman and how they portrayed him was amazing bringing goose's son rooster into the fruition and how that story played out i think it just hit on every aspect now is it the best movie of the year no but i think it was just like the best movie that's ever come out with in a long time when it comes down to a sequel better than the first one to me. Absolutely. I think that um, a lot of the times, right, like I go to a movie theater, you know, and I don't wait for stream. I want to go to the theater for nostalgia, right? And, you know, I'll watch, no matter how shitty the movie is, if, if it has, like, so, any sort of nostalgia, I'll go watch it. And But this one, you know, that's what drew me in. But the moment that movie started, man, it was badass from 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 the yeah. beginning, right? And yes, and it um, was the, it was the same opening scene as the first one, like literally shot for shot. Yes, Highway to <laughs> danger zone. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom Cruise is a badass man. It's it's incredible. Like that guy is just incredible, man. I think he was just doing a. Uh, an ad for like the the Mission Impossible, like jumping out of a plane and shit. Like, man, that guy is amazing. So after 30, 40 years, whatever it is, you know, I mean, like that didn't skip a beat. I checked 36 years, dude. Dude, that's that's insane. Second one. 
Yeah. Plus, uh, I like Miles Teller. I think he's an incredible actor. You know, um, he, you know, I made the- even, even even Glenn Powell, the person that played Hangman, uh, the uh, yeah. I guess the Rooster's nemesis, you would say, in Top Gun, played a great asshole. Mm-hmm. Like I think he was just a prick, and I think he hit it perfectly. And ahead, I love Zay. how I love how they made it kind of like a like a flash forward from the first one, like uh, uh, Maverick and and Iceman to Rooster, and I can't remember Glenn Powell's uh, Hangman, line, but yeah. So uh, Rooster is like Maverick, and Glenn Powell uh, Hangman is like Iceman, you know. So and in the end they become boys and whatever. I was like, oh, huh. it's kind of like a callback, but it's still a, a amazing story, amazing action, amazing cinematography. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a, it was the first time they actually got because of you know thank God for technology these days with cameras. I mean, with cameras being small enough to fit into a jet jet pilot or a jet engine. Uh, so like you got the you got to see everyone doing actual flying throughout the, this whole movie there was no cgi uh the only part that, that was pretty fake was that um mystical plane that they created in the beginning hit, hitting mach 10 there's oh, no yeah. plane that can do that just yet and that that plane was completely fake really <laughs> completely fake like it doesn't fly they did build um one to scale just to like bring it up on the runway but there was no actual one flying there's no such thing Interesting. That's an uh, awesome fact. You know, you know what I heard. I'm pretty sure this is right, but uh, the only reason Tom said no for like 30 plus years is because he wanted to like take up the stakes from the first one. He wanted everyone in the cockpit mm-hmm. uh, in the sequel and in a, a story that was worthy of a sequel. He he never had. He's like he's been pitched like every like few years a story from since the 86 one came out and nothing uh, came up to the level of Top Gun Maverick. And the finally like technology came to a point where they actually put cameras in there and outside of the jet for them to like, actually like have us in the cockpit with them. So that's why he finally said, yes, he loved the story. He got the technology he wanted and he's like, let's do it. Let's, yeah. It's out there. And yeah. glad he did it. By the, by the way, that plane's called the dark star. It's not, there's no actual dark star out there. <laughs> well, it was experimental so, in the movie, bro. It wasn't let, like let me, an official jet. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think there will be a Top Gun 3? Mm. I hope. You know, I don't know, but... I don't no, ed- I don't know, like man. An educated hunch or guess. Do you think they're going to actually go out and do a top, top Gun 3? I think based on what, what Z just said, where like Tom Cruise wanted to make it perfect... Why risk it? You know, like you made a really good movie. Wait thirty years, you made a even better movie. I'm like, do you want to risk a flop? I don't know. I think well, it would be definitely this, risky. This, this is the same guy that's made seven Mission Impossible's. They were all good. Quit hating, hater. I'm not. Yeah. Listen, pay attention. The only, the only, the only that's what he's that saying. can't make a, many sequels is Vin Diesel. He's he's just he's just stupid. Um, with, the, with, with, with Top Gun and Tom Cruise, a part three is feasible, but I, I don't, so I, I don't think it's going to happen though. I think he's going to, he's going to, he's, he's a, per, you know, he's too, this, uh, property is too special to him and he won't put like just any sequel out 
unless he has like the perfect script for it, like he did with this one, he's not gonna do it. Yeah. Mission Impossible. He's like, yeah, I guess that's like his cash cow. He'll be like, it's a good script. It's not perfect, but I'll do it. You know. But with Top Gun, he's like, I want the perfect script. If it's not perfect, I'm not gonna do it. That's what I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening at all. Mm. I think. I think. I think. Um... All the movie companies are clamoring for it because they made such a profit on this one. Um, where they're like, "Let's make another one," and he's hurried. You know, they're they're probably pressuring him to make a third one. But I just don't think you can come. I don't think you can do anything better than what what just came out with Top Gun Maverick. I don't think there's a story out there that'll bring in all types of audiences from people from when the first one came out to all these newcomers now coming into Top Gun and never seeing the first one. There's no story you can create where it'll have everyone's buying as much as this one. I mean, Agreed. they keep coming back from Mission Impossible. You know, if he has a franchise on his hand, I don't know. Yeah, the it, the only thing is that, like with Mission Impossible, you you throw different elements for for every movie, right? Like different vehicles, different things. Like with Top Gun, like how how much can you do with a plane? I mean, you know, I I don't know. I mean, it, I think it worked for what it for what it you know we got, but what else? Yeah. What other story, right? Um, maybe one more, but definitely not nine fucking Top Gun movies, right? I think moving on now. Yeah, yeah. I think well, what, uh, I, what I what I what I what I want to talk about is. Hang no, on one second. I, I need a, I need a second. Sorry, guys. All right, and we are back. All right, so to transition from the top side geeks movies. From 2022, we uh, bring you our most anticipated 2023 movies. This episode of Side Geeks is to be continued. Please don't forget to share, like, and subscribe.